0: It's the moment you've all been waiting for. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo.
1: It's eight minutes after eight. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. It's time now for the Forum at Eight. And this morning, uh, we're talking about a comment uh, that was made by the mayor of Johannesburg, Herman Mashaba, um, that uh, got people talking, and they are still talking. I'm looking at the comments coming through, and it is very clear that what was said wasn't interpreted equally by all who listened to it. People came up with different interpretations, and this morning, we're going to lay into that. We're going to clarify that particular matter. Um, The Johannesburg Mayor Herman Mashaba is with us here and he says that his office uh, will engage uh, provincial national governments to help resolve the problem of illegal foreign nationals in the city. Now he was speaking at a media briefing on uh, marking his 100 days in office last week and warned that over 115,000 people uh, who have illegally occupied buildings in the inner city, most of them uh, in appalling condition. The said said uh, that he's spoken to human rights lawyers and respective embassies to help address the issue of illegal migrants in Johannesburg. And his comments uh, that, uh, you know, around this particular matter has really set the cat amongst the pigeons. So, uh, the, the the mayor of Johannesburg, uh, Mr. Herman Mashaba, thank you so much for making the time to come through to talk about this.
0: Thank you very much, uh, Sakin, and uh, good morning to SAFM listeners, and thank you very much for really giving us uh, this platform as South Africans uh, to discuss this very important uh, subject matter that is unfortunately holding our country's development going forward. So I think uh, it is appropriate. Let us engage the South Africans so that we find a resolution to this going forward.
1: And as indicated, uh, there were those who took issue. There were those who were opposed to the statements. Um, And joining us this morning is a South Africa researcher at Amnesty International, uh, Shireen Mukaddam. Thanks for coming through. Sakina for having us. And of course um, we also invite your calls 891 I'm sure you have many a question uh, uh, regarding this particular matter. But of course 34701 uh, that avenue also available that's the SMS line number and you can tweet or Facebook us at AMLive on SAFM. Let's start off by reading some of the messages already coming through. Mtunzi Mamkeli says, While protecting a white man's economy, Mashaba must know that an African will never be illegal in Africa. White people arrived in Africa illegally and they make boundaries to make it easy for them to divide and rule us. Blaming Mashaba for illegal foreigners' statements is unfair. We need better control of our borders as this is the root cause. And Emmanuel Dimba says, immigrants in South Africa aren't homogenous. Some are law-abiding, others are criminals, some have valid documents and others don't. So let's get down to it. Exactly what was said? What was the intention of that message? And where did it go so wrong if, 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 if the intention was not to offend? Um, what, what, what actually is it that was misunderstood here? Let's start with you, uh, Maya Mashaba. Did you describe illegal immigrants in uh, the Johannesburg inner city as criminals?
0: I think, uh, Sakina, how this uh, actually happened um, uh, last week when I was addressing during our our 100 days in office, some of the challenges, some of the opportunities that we have as South Africans. One opportunity that South Africans are sitting with is the regeneration of our inner city, working with the private sector to build uh, low-cost, affordable housing for our people. You know, in the city of Johannesburg today, we sit with over 300,000 housing backlog. The biggest percentage of our of, uh, people with no accommodation whatsoever, these are working people earning between 3,000 and, uh, 3, and 8,000 rands a month. These people, unfortunately, our own residents do not qualify for RDP housing, which government cannot build fast enough. Secondly, they don't qualify to get bonds uh, from banks. We have the private sector that is willing to work with us as a city to ensure that uh, we can build world-class accommodation for our people, for that group of people, big number of our people. But unfortunately, we sit with a huge challenge of hijacked building, lawlessness, crime, drugs, families breaking up. Criminality in the city of Johannesburg, it's unacceptable. I don't believe any South African would want to live in a city like this. And I said, what compounds the problem of criminality in our city is the big number of illegal immigrants in the city with no paperwork uh, whatsoever. Every time our law enforcement agencies needs to engage, it becomes really very difficult for them. You know, the city of Johannesburg, as you are aware, we start with a big number of our students from VETS, UJ, and other institutions of higher learning they live in the inner city on a daily basis uh, they are robbed they are marked people run back into this uh, into this buildings and uh, we get our law enforcement agencies to uh, to deal with this matter it's really very difficult when they deal with so many people without paperwork who are in the country illegally but at the same time illegal activity is not only committed by foreigners even south africans but i'm seeing is the foreigners with no paperwork makes it really very difficult and I was calling and saying we need to work with the national government because they're the ones who have actually failed at this country by opening our borders, allowing people to come into the country illegally and once they're here in in the country legally, it looks like they don't have a plan to deal with this. So I'm calling on the on local, on the national government to, at the same time including engaging foreign agencies from all over the world because what is also quite unfortunate, the missing interpretation of my statement. All of a sudden people are talking about Africans being the only immigrants. This city of Johannesburg is, sits with uh, uh, immig- uh, illegal immigrants uh, literally from all over the world, from uh, India, from China, from Pakistan, and oh yes, some parts of Africa. Why are people who are so discriminatory in, in, in nature? People who are racial wants to blame to me for saying only Africans, because it's not only us. Af- Af- Africans who are in our city. What we are saying is, please, for as long as we're not prepared to respect the rule of law, we're going to have problems. I'm calling on anyone coming from anywhere in the world, please, when you come into the city of Johannesburg, please ensure that you have the right paperwork. If you don't, make sure that you engage the national government to ensure that you have paperwork, because we cannot accept... Uh, criminality in our city. You make it difficult. Unfortunately, Homer's face is not uh, my competence as, as the mayor of the city of Johannesburg. That is why I feel the city of Johannesburg, our poor residents of the city are failed by national government. For as long as the national government does not have a plan to deal with this matter, it is going to create problems for the city. Now, how do you then interpret this to be xenophobic when you're calling on on people to respect the rule of law and make sure that uh, people coming into our city have got the necessary paperwork so that in cases of criminality, our law enforcement agencies can really be able to apprehend these people and make sure that there are consequences so that we don't... Because criminality, unfortunately, it breaks down our families. It it affects our economy. So these are the things that uh, I find it uh, really very strange Uh, people who are critical of this that are actually bound to they want to destroy South Africa and I'm calling on our people to let us not allow criminality to destroy our country.
1: Let's find out why people are critical of your statements Amnesty International uh, you went on to say that what the mayor is saying is dangerous, it's divisive why is that?
2: Thank you, Sakina. Amnesty International since 2008 have been um, monitoring a long-standing pattern of discriminatory attitudes and uh, practices towards refugees, migrants and asylum seekers in South Africa, either by the general public, um, some government departments or police services and because of the insufficient protection that refugees, migrants and asylum seekers have uh, in South Africa they are often the target of xenophobic violence and attacks. Um, A lot of these cases have not been resolved by the courts. To put it simply, um, discriminatory practices against refugees, migrants and asylum seekers in South Africa have enjoyed impunity. And we believe, as you have quoted, that um, the remarks of Honourable Mayor Mashaba, which almost which people have misconstrued or construed to, to be saying that migrants are criminals um, in Johannesburg. We believe that this this is discriminatory and inflammatory, and it's also dangerous and divisive because these statements um, are not based on any kind of empirical evidence. The claims are based on prejudice towards refugees, migrants, and asylum seekers in South Africa, and we believe that this undermines human rights, which are enshrined in our Bill of Rights in the Constitution. And we call on authorities in South Africa to counter stereotypes, to eradicate discrimination and to foster greater equality and social cohesion. And in this situation, what authorities must do is to move swiftly to counter such inflammatory remarks and to make it clear that violence and discrimination against refugees, migrants and asylum seekers in South Africa will not be tolerated.
0: Mr. Mashaba? Well, I find it uh, very interesting. Amnesty International, uh, as, an, as an international body, needs to work with countries to ensure that there's a rule of law. Uh, mm. It's interesting quoting our constitution. Mm. And the issues that I'm raising mm. are within our constitutional framework. Because mm. how can anyone expect us as a country to operate when we don't have mm. the rule of law? Mm. So... Amnesty International, if they believe our immigration laws are discriminatory, Mm -hmm. are xenophobic, then I think let them engage our national government to to repeal those laws Mm -hmm. so that uh, a law-abiding citizen like myself, if Amnesty International does not respect the law, I'm a law-abiding citizen Mm -hmm. that we have immigration laws in our country that Mm -hmm. when people come into our country, that's why we have got borders that people must come through the border so that we process Mm. their documentations, we have record of who's in the country. If Mm. Amnesty International, they believe that South Africa is xenophobic by having the immigration laws, then I think let them engage our parliament and our national government to repeal this law so that law-abiding citizens like myself can respect those laws.
2: Um, I would like to clarify, Amnesty International does not believe that uh, South Africa is xenophobic because we have immigration laws. What we believe is xenophobic is the the association between migrants and illegal immigrants being responsible for the high levels of crime in South Africa this is what we are saying that there's no empirical evidence to base this on the crime in South Africa cannot be attributable just to illegal immigrants in South Africa and i do think you make an important point um, honorable mayor that the immigration policy in South Africa does need to be revised i think that what we have what we need is more inclusive immigration policies because The current immigration policies make it very difficult for people to enter South Africa and to work here. Um, And this also encourages the number of people who enter South Africa illegally through organized crime. And we've also recently seen the introduction of the Green Paper on International Immigration, um, which I think takes a more security-based approach to um, immigrants rather than a human rights-based approach.
0: So, so can I just uh, respond uh, to uh, to, uh, to this particular matter regarding, uh, you know, the issue of, of the rule of law? We need organizations like uh, Amnesty International to help South Africa. Because I've made it later, she listened to me, my opening remarks. It is there documented on many occasions. Mm-hmm. I did not say that. Uh, criminality in South Africa is purely as a result of uh, illegal immigrants. You said I'm, they I'm compound? They compound it by not I actually wrote that b- down. They compound. Mm. And uh, please go to any of our law enforcement agencies. Go to our police stations. Um, the problem is how do we fairly expect our law enforcement agencies mm-hmm. to deal with the rampant crime in our city when people don't have paperwork? Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if uh, Amnesty International will agree with us mm-hmm. that we sit with so many of our people in the our city who are illegal immigrants mm-hmm. with no paperwork whatsoever. So if uh, I don't think... Uh, a esteemed organization like uh, Amnesty International would want to plunge South Africa into chaos allowing and saying to us as South Africans we must allow people to live in our communities, live in our society without having the pop, uh, the, pop, uh, the necessary paperwork. When we ask that they be given paperwork, then we are deemed xenophobic. Then I can tell, I'll have a problem with their views. I'll, I'll really take them to be a very dangerous organization for my country. And I don't think they are but I think I'd like them to do the homework to let them actually interpret what I'm saying Mm. and uh, for them to disagree with me when I'm asking to say Mm. people in our country must have paperwork and I say no we should not Uh, honestly I don't for me as a South African I'm not going to accept it from anyone from anywhere in the world South Africa has to be a country mm. where we respect the rule of law. If uh, Amnesty International expects people to come into our country, live in our country without paperwork, and when we ask that they be given paperwork, they are saying we're xenophobic. Mm. Then I'm, uh, I have very serious reservations. Thank Cherie?
2: Thank you. Um, just to clarify, Amnesty International does not condemn crime at all. And Amnesty International believes in a society based on the rule of law and respect for human rights of all people in South Africa as it is enshrined in the Constitution. The South African Constitution is hailed as one of the most progressive in, in the world. And I think that um, one of the reasons why the South African Constitution is seen as such a beacon of hope is that the South African Constitution does not provide protection only for South African citizens, Absolutely. but the South African Constitution provides protection for everyone in South Africa, which includes um, immigrants, refugees, migrants, and asylum seekers in South Africa um i i also want to to clarify that um i think we need to make a distinction amnesty international believes that um you know the rule of law must be respected and that um immigration policy possibly needs to be looked at more closely because um we have seen really high problems levels of problems in south africa where for example previously there were 3 There were six refugee reception offices. Currently, there are only three refugee reception offices in the country. We have received affidavits from individuals, for example, living in Cape Town, where there's currently no refugee reception office, Women who are sick, who are pregnant, who have children, who do not have um, access to employment, who need to travel to Messina to renew their refugee permits or their asylum uh, permits. And this means that, yes, they are yeah, illegally in inverted commas, but um, does that mean that they are criminals?
1: And, and how I do think, you intend dealing with that, yeah, no, um, I I think, yeah, Well, the thing is,
0: uh, in, uh, uh, national borders is not a competency of the city of Johannesburg. It's a national competency. That is why uh, the Department of Home Affairs has dismally failed uh, this country by allowing our borders to be porous. Because if we had strong borders and controls and ensure that when people come into our country, for whatever reason, that we ensure that as soon as they land in the country, that they're given the necessary paperwork so that uh, we have controls uh, of what is happening in our country. So if the system
1: is not operating optimally, Mm. and, and, and we do have these realities on the ground in cities like Johannesburg, how do you intend dealing with this? Is this simply a matter of saying, well, your documentation is not in order and as such, you need to be removed from the country? What, to your mind, would be the best way of dealing with this problem? Because I'm also interested in your engagement with the embassies in terms of how to deal with this matter.
0: Well, the thing is, uh, uh, Sakina, what people need to understand the... Uh, the Immigration laws are not a competency of the city, it's a competency of national government. I run a municipality within a bigger South Africa which is not controlled uh, by, by myself. That is why i 'm calling upon uh, our national government uh, to intervene. that is why i 'm engaging embassies every time I engage uh, embassies to uh, uh, come into my office or I visit them. I bring this to the attention of the seriousness of this and engage uh, with them with 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 our national government because this is not something that I can deal uh, on, on this on my own and at the same time i 'm asking organizations like uh, Amnesty International please be aware of um, 800,000 of our people in this country that are without jobs, with no dignity whatsoever. Going to Alexander, going to uh, Zanspreit, our people, 180 informal settlements with no dignity whatsoever. These are the people that, for me as an executive mayor of the city of Johannesburg, I have the responsibility towards to, to ensuring that uh, we can uplift the lives of our people, we can give them the dignity. And uh, if we can have uh, uh, com- uh, organizations like Amnesty International also understand that as they are looking after the interest of the international community, which I have absolutely no problem, I'm very supportive of your initiatives. But at the same time, I'm saying, please, while uh, you, you, you're looking after the interest of the international community, mm. please, I'm looking after the interest of the residents mm. of the city of Johannesburg, and we want you to join us on that because mm. we're not going to, you're not going to succeed if we, we ignore the people of Johannesburg who are the casualties of these high levels of crimes with our families breaking up, with our people living in deplorable conditions, the city taken over by criminal activity. And uh, we need to reclaim the city for people of South Africa first.
1: Mm. And th- there was the earlier issue um, that Shireen picked up on, and, and, and you clarified on saying that illegal immigrants compound uh, the problem of criminality within the city. Mm. What evidence do you have to support that?
0: Well, what I'm saying is when you have, uh, tell me when you have law enforcement agencies um, uh, uh, within a city with so many people with no documentation, because police today can't use force. They have to use human rights culture when dealing with crime. Now, you know how many people are sitting in the city of George. Just in the, uh, the abandoned building, 115,000 of those people. More than half of them don't have any paper whatsoever. What more evidence do we really need? When our law enforcement agencies, on a daily basis, they come across people with no paperwork whatsoever. So, what evidence do we really need? We we've got a crisis in in our in our city. We need national government. We need organisations like in, uh, the Amnesty International to assist us so that we can have the rule of law and have safety mm-hmm. for our people in in the city of Johannesburg.
2: Um, Honourable Mayor, I think that um, the evidence is actually important. If we make comments, if a public official makes a comments a comment that um, illegal immigrants compounds criminality, we need to be able to have empirical evidence that backs the statement up, because the danger is that those comments will then be misconstrued or interpreted, as Sakina has mentioned earlier. Um, People will will understand that what you are saying is that immigrants in South Africa are criminals, and I think that that is where the contention has arisen from, from that that, uh, interpretation. And Amnesty International believes that what we actually need to do is to address the root causes of crime in South Africa. And the root causes of crime in South Africa are high levels of socioeconomic inequality and uh, limited economic opportunities for people. And Amnesty International is concerned with promoting and protecting the human rights of all people, not only South Africans uh, in this country, whether they are here illegally in inverted commas, uh, as you have mentioned, or legally. We are concerned with the protection of all people and the Constitution of South Africa makes it clear that all people in South Africa are protected. I would also like to draw your attention to um, a special reference group report um, that was launched in April this year. As you are aware, last year, I think between March and May 2015, um, there were large outbreaks of xenophobic violence in KwaZulu-Natal and the Premier then set up a special reference group, which was chaired by former United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights, Navi Pillay, um, to look at the causes of the violence that broke up in KwaZulu-Natal last year and to come up with some recommendations. The report found that, and I'm quoting, um, the report found that the atmosphere of fear was amplified by the spread of unfunded rumors, misinformation and inflammatory public statements by individuals in leadership positions she found that these comments contribute towards the xenophobic violence. And one of the recommendations, the key recommendations that came out of the report um, is To ensure that leaders make responsible public statements and I quote, the special reference group recommends that leaders exercise greater care with their public remarks. Leaders must consider the potential ramifications, both intended and unintended, of statements that are provocative, stereotypical and may be perceived as harmful by any group of persons or individuals. And, and I think what is also important to remember is that responsible leaders have a, a potential to play a positive and proactive role in preventing and mitigating tensions within their communities.
1: Well, we're going to have to park it there just for the time being. Woo, and I look up and there are so many callers on the line. We'll take all of those after the news headlines with Norm Samdlouli. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live. The
0: Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo.
1: And this morning on the Forum at 8, we are talking uh, to the Mayor of Johannesburg, Honourable Mayor um, Herman Mashaba, as well as Ms. Shireen Mukadam from the South African um uh, arm of Amnesty International. And uh, we're going to take your calls in just a minute. Uh, Mayor is just going to respond to the point that Shireen made about uh, the unintended consequences, amongst others, of someone in a position of power articulating certain sentiments. Mr. Mashaba?
0: Sakina, I have very serious uh, concerns uh, with that statement because for us as South Africans, uh, particularly for us in positions of leadership, uh, aware of uh, the issues confronting us, for us to raise these issues in a public platform to say we are having this particular problem, that uh, it is going to be interpreted by uh, Amnesty International as being xenophobic. We're asking for our people to, uh, to ensure that we have the respect for the rule of law. And what you are saying is the city of Johannesburg is, is experiencing high levels of crime. We sit with 115,000 uh, people in, uh, living in deplorable buildings uh, with no paperwork whatsoever, criminality being the order of the day. And I'm saying is the issue here is because our law enforcement agencies on a daily basis have this problem of people with no paperwork. And now, for me to say illegal people don't have paperwork, they get involved in crime. And crime is not only committed by by foreigners. Even South Africans commit crime. But Mm -hmm. I repeat, the question of so many of these people in our city without the paperwork compounds our problem. Unless Amnesty International uh, believes that uh, people must come into our country without any paperwork, because when we raise that they must have the paperwork, we're going to be labeled as xenophobic to be honest with you for me as a south african i'm not going to accept that okay because i believe uh, people in our country needs to have the paperwork if amnesty international does not like it to be honest with you if south africans are going to allow it i'm going to be the first south african to fight that everyone in this country has to have the paperwork because we live in a society where Police cannot use force to apprehend criminals. Police needs to ensure that people have uh, fingerprints, they have the paperwork. And I don't think I'm going to allow South Africans to allow organizations like Amnesty International to plunge our country into chaos.
1: Mayor Herman Mashaba and uh, let me just read one quick message before we go to the lines it's from Isaiah and Isaiah says to attribute the high crime rate in Johannesburg is not empirical and highly inflammatory as the mayor you are supposed to be more calculating the issues of immigrants is being dealt with at a multi-sectoral level and engage instead of blowing your trumpet on this let's go to the lines now 0891 uh, Masabana in Rudapur. good morning
3: but, um, you know i think organizations like amnesty international and lawyers for human rights they must be exposed for who they are they are racist organizations that hide under uh, the human rights banner all they want to see is south africa become another failed state that is their agenda if they are serious about addressing issues of human rights i strongly feel that they should deal with the problem itself and put pressure there not on south africa Uh, On Monday, I was watching on Checkpoint on um, E-News. Mr. Kitko, who is the spokesperson for the Provincial Minister of Housing, indicated that the problem of informal settlements is compounded by foreigners in South Africa. Almost 80% of the people in informal settlements are foreigners. Now, this is not sustainable. And the denialism of the Lawyers for Human Rights and the uh, Amnesty International It's exactly what Hadum's attitude, because instead of assisting South Africa and um, local authorities to address this problem, they deny that there is a challenge, because you can't have one country accommodating the rest of the continent where are the other countries why don't they have similar obligations and responsibilities to assist if indeed people have to move out of their countries so that's why i'm saying these are racist organizations that are have on seeing south africa become another safe state thank you Sachin.
1: thank you so much masabata anonymous in cape town good morning to you
4: hi my name hi sakina uh I just cannot comment on um some certain um, talk because um the mayor is actually right. there are some foreigners, not all foreigners, there are foreigners that are criminals in South Africa, and they are doing criminal they are doing drugs and all those criminal offense i'm not in support i I'm, I'm also a foreigner I'm not in support of any crime of any sort, mm-hmm. but um we just have to exercise caution because. Also, in the, as a foreigner, in, uh, when I apply for visa and home affairs, yes, the, the way crip, uh, foreigners are treated is so uh, it's not good, and which uh, encourages others to just go underground because of the difficulty. I'm not in support of that. But they go underground and do criminal offence. Why? Because they don't have the right papers, and they're illegal, and they cannot do anything here. So it pushes them to a state of, going underground to mm. do criminal offense in order to survive because mm. then they go into a survival mood mm. i'm saying this because i've come across a lot of them okay. so um so part of the part of the problem is home affairs mm. the way they treat issues of documentation in south africa is very hostile mm. and mm. even if foreigners apply at the right time they get delayed, and at the end of the day, they say their uh, their documents are denied, and then they become illegal. Mm-hmm. And some of these people have spent a lot of money to move to South Africa. Mm-hmm. Some of them have sold everything they have to mm-hmm. come to South Africa, thinking they were going to survive here and make better living. And, they are, you know, Africa has shame culture. Whoever travels to another country doesn't want to go back the way he came. He wants to make his life better. So because of this, these guys go underground and go into crime. So what I'm trying to say is some of these people are actually business people and they can turn their business skills into doing things positively, but because they have been denied the right to exercise that uh, part of their skills, they use it negatively into selling drugs and other things. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you this in reality. This is what's happening. So if... There are policies that will be put in place to assist foreigners to get legitimate documents. And they can even, if they have business skills, they can also help locals here that need to grow in business. But if they're allowed to practice their business skills in a legitimate way.
1: Okay. Otherwise, I'm... I got you there, Anonymous. We have to move on. We've got quite a few people trying to weigh in. Steve is in Alberton. Good morning.
5: Uh, morning, SK. How are you?
1: Um, well, thanks, and you, Steve.
5: All right. Look, man, first thing, one must appreciate the uh, energy of the of the mayor to deal with social ills in society. But whilst that is pursued, we must always appreciate and uh, uh, understand that South Africa is a constitutional democracy. And those who are in position of authority are okay. entrusted. Actually, they are obligated okay. to act with quiet uh, restraint. They shouldn't be reckless. They should, because people may interpret their statements to mean something else. It has happened before in South Africa. We know about that. There are a lot of examples. I mean, I think at the level of the mayor, he knows, he must be knowing very well that there's what we call intergovernmental relation and multisectoral approach when dealing with uh, such issues. I think what he should be doing, he should be saying how does he actually fit into that, engage Omas and all other role players that are that involved I'm making, I mean, you can't say a uh, uh, crime in South Africa is a threat of foreign nationals. I mean, that's not true. It is unscientific.
6: It is just populist. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you so much. Stephen Alberton, Dave in Durbin, good morning.
6: morning. Thank you. Uh, look, man, I'm, I just also, also want to just, um, I mean, take it from uh, the last call as well, because um, at the end of the day, I really, really appreciate uh, what the mayor and minor, because if you really will really hear him, um, uh, he has got two things there that I think are critical, but are not supposed to be discussed on the same um, level, because if, if we look about, um, if we now start talking about crime, because if you really believe he is undertone, what I have is, problem is he is undertone. Mm. Terms like these people, you know, when you are when you're doing that already, mm. you are being um, uh, m- 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 discriminative, right? Mm. And And, and you are creating a vacuum, right? Mm. Where you are putting these people, and then um, um, uh, you're taking again now the shift now, you know, okay, we're not going to look at criminality of, of you know, at, um, uh, at, at like a, a broad scale. We are going to divide it and say, you no, know, criminality is based on illegal immigrants. That really, really, really is dangerous because what's really, really happening right here is that you, know, you, you are seeing now that you know, the, um, uh, the social cohesion, right, is really bigger, uh, taking a you knock. And uh, if you um, also um, I remember the first column, uh, the lady that I, I think from some, she said that you no know, 80% of informal settlements you know, are illegal immigrants. That's not true. Where does she get those figures? I, I stay in Durban, and I used to reside in, um, in a my in a in a suburb which is infested by you know informal settlements. And I know it's a sensitive issue, but I'm just trying to bring out the figures they right? You do okay. not see immigrant, I mean, I'm a foreign national there. You know. So, so this thing here, the problem I have is that you no, know, there are two separate issues, which I think you you need, I my mean, as well, to actually bring in the 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 right um, people, like the former said, national government, and separate these issues. That you know, criminality on on its own should be dealt accordingly, whether whether foreign on or, or, or non-foreign.
1: Okay, that was uh, David Durban. Uh, let's take Tabang and then get some responses, and we'll take the rest. Tabang in Rodeport, Good morning.
7: Yes, morning, Sakina. Hi, Tabang. Yes, look, Sakina. I, I also want to probably indicate that we we find it very unfortunate that uh, organizations like Amnesty International uh, seems to be exacerbating our problems in this country instead of uh, giving a lending hand. It, it, it is it is now common cause, Sakina, that where in a state you have people who cannot be accounted for, the authorities cannot effectively deal with crime. So for us now to see, to have a guest saying to us whether they're illegal or not, they have an obligation to assist them. Perhaps they could go and assist them elsewhere, but every country in the world has got its own rules and regulations which people must abide by. So these people who are not legal in this country should be deported, finish and class. That, that is the basis. And now we read on TV, Sakina like very painfully, that the, girl, the 12-year-old girl who was abducted in, in, in I think it's in Pretoria, was being groomed by a foreigner for, for some prostitution activities. Is that not evidence enough that then the authorities would have battled to locate who, who committed that crime if the person has no papers, it's illegal in the country? And we've never heard Amnesty International say a, a, anything about that. Thank
1: you, Sakina. And you see, th- this is the dangerous territory that we now start to uh, you know, traverse because then we come up with all these generalized uh, statements and, and, and putting you know, all people, blanketing groups of people and, and, and this is where it becomes really, really murky. But let me give you a chance to respond to some of those comments. Shireen, let's start with you.
2: Hmm. Uh, thank you, Sakina. I think uh, what I want to make clear is that Amnesty International does not um, at all con- condone crime. In South Africa and I think there are two different issues that we need to deal with. Um, Yes some um, migrants, refugees and asylum seekers may be responsible um, for crime or criminal activities but that does not mean that all refugees, migrants and asylum seekers are criminals and I think the danger with the statement made by um, the Honourable Mayor is that that assumption may be made by people. And I think what is really important for us to remember is the context in which these comments have, have been made. South Africa, as we have seen, there's a long-standing pattern of discriminatory attitudes um, and behavior towards refugees, migrants, and asylum seekers. And that has led to the death and injury, displacement and destruction of properties of refugees, migrants, and asylum seekers um, in the country. And I think that is why it is so dangerous that this comment may be interpreted um, in the way that um, uh, that all refugees, migrants, and asylum seekers are are criminals, and it may actually lead to um, enhancing the violence and tensions between South Africans and and um, refugees, migrants, and asylum seekers in the countries. I also think that. Um, The immigration policies of South Africa need to be seriously um, studied and looked at, and we need to look at how we can improve um, the systems around documenting um, refugees, migrants, and asylum seekers. What we must also remember is that um, people don't come to South Africa for no reason. There are um, dire circumstances that lead to people being necessitated to leave their home countries and to travel across countries and to spend thousands and thousands of, of rands traveling to South Africa. Um, and so the Constitution of South Africa provides protection for everyone in South Africa. And a Section 9 of the Constitution explicitly states that the state may not discriminate against anyone on any grounds, including against uh, social, uh, social origin. Um, and I think what is also important to remember is that the cabinet has recently opened um, the Prevention and Combating of Hate Crimes and Hate Speech Bill for public comment um, uh, last month. And um, basically it will criminalize hate speech and hate speech includes discrimination on the grounds of nationality.
0: Uh Sakina, uh, to be honest with you, I'm uh, extremely concerned uh, with the, um, the position of uh, Amnesty International, particularly in my country. I really need to understand what the agenda is. I mean, I've come out very clear around asking people to come into our country legally, uh, asking them to assist us to ensure that people have got paperwork mm. and they're against us. And they say, when we raise this, we're xenophobic. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit concerned as a South African because I cannot afford to really personally as a South African allow any organization, anyone coming from the world plunging this country into chaos, uh, to criticizing us as a country when we're asking people from anywhere in the world. We want people from the world to come to South Africa mm. when we ask them to come into our country legally mm. and, and ensure that they respect our laws. And they are saying no. And when we raise this, this is no keep quiet because you're you're inciting xenophobic you are xenophobic i'm i'm obviously very concerned i thought their agenda was to help uh, mankind to coexist My view is that it looks like uh, they want to plunge this country into chaos, to encourage and advise us, as South Africans, not to have the rule of law. I guess, uh, as I said earlier on, then let them uh, engage our parliament to to repeal all uh, immigration laws so that we become a lawless society, a society that does not respect uh, all our laws but i don't believe personally as a south african uh, i would allow this and i think i need to ensure that uh, we understand what the agenda is because we're asking a fair statement to say please all Everyone from the world, we want you in South Africa. Please come and spend money. Come and invest in our country. We want that because South Africa's economic growth is dependent on international investment, investors coming into the country. But we want people to come into our country through the right borders. We want when people are in our country, respect our laws. But now for Amnesty International, when we query this, when we raise this matter, very important matter to say we want people in our city to to make sure that they have the the right paperwork and they believe, no, we shouldn't because we incite inside xenophobic uh, tendencies. Honestly, for me, it's a very unfortunate statement.
1: I need to get back to the callers, but just a quick question before I do. Given the reaction that you've seen to your statement, now that you've had time uh, to listen to what people are saying, to listen to the various interpretations, would you do it differently? Would you say it differently?
0: How, how different uh, can I, when I'm asking people to respect the, the laws of this country, the constitutional framework of this country, expect all of us as South Africans to respect our laws, and we calling upon the international community to please, when you're in South Africa, respect the laws of this country. Because these laws, they don't only apply to South Africans They apply to everyone who's in this country If anyone feels that for us Asking the international community To respect South African laws That we are xenophobic It's, it's really very unfortunate So I can't really say it any, any different We personally, I will engage uh, 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 Our national government uh, the Home office in particular To to strengthen our borders And ensure that when people are in this country Please ensure that uh, that they have the necessary Paperwork.
1: So, even if you are not xenophobic, if your comments inspire a xenophobic reaction, is that not concerning? But how,
0: why should it uh, uh, attract a xenophobic I think it, it cannot. It has, no, no, for, no, for people who. No, yes, that's what I'm saying. Is, let us be careful as South Africans not to allow people with agendas to destroy our country. They want us to be a failed state. We cannot allow the, uh, the people with their own agendas to come and prescribe to us and destroy our country, make us a lawless society, because they realize we're an African country, we're vulnerable, they can come and destroy us and call all the criminals from all over, they will come here, South Africa will, will accept you. We, South Africa is not going to do that, but at the same time, South Africa is going to ensure that... We attract people coming into this country. We want them. But we are saying, please come through the right borders. Make sure that we are in South Africa. Respect the South African laws. We are not going to listen to Uh, Amnesty International saying to people come into South Africa, don't respect South African laws because we will protect you. We'll make sure that we silence anyone in South Africa who raises the issue about your presence in South Africa.
1: Shireen,
2: Thanks. Amnesty International does not have any other agenda besides the promotion and protection of all people's human rights. We are not saying that um, respecting uh, respecting the laws means that uh, you are xenophobic. What we are saying is that the comments equating Immigrants as criminals, that is xenophobic and that could lead to disastrous consequences in terms of inciting violence against people who are refugees, migrants, and asylum seekers in South Africa. Amnesty International is not against people uh, needing to have paperwork to enter the country. What we are concerned about is equating refugees, migrants, and asylum seekers and associating them as being criminals.
0: But who said uh, foreigners are criminals? We've been having the debate the last uh, 45 minutes. Who said foreigners are criminals?
1: Well, let's take more calls. 891 Uh Thomas in Kempton Park. Good morning.
6: Uh, to the mayor, um, what does he have to say for people who have a notion that uh, he, he has his own, he doesn't like black people. But for him, when he talks of downtown Jobbeck, he's talking about black people that are struggling there. And they are set up in Jobeng, in Kauteng, where they are tended to zones. And these are the places that we thought he could actually be targeting. People are cutting each other's head, cooking each other in those areas. But all he sees is, uh, he looks, I think, from a black point of view. I think our mayor is good as as long as he's playing in the white space. Um, but that's my comment to our good mayor there. Eh?
3: Okay.
6: And he can't continue to say, as South Africans, it doesn't represent all of us. We have different opinions about what he's saying. Neither does he sub- represent how Houten what he's saying. This statement. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thomas, Mayor? Well, I don't know what Thomas is talking about. Uh, we, we're talking about ensuring that as a city of Johannesburg, we are appealing to the national government to assist us to ensure that everyone who's in our city came through the borders of this country, please ensure that they have the necessary paperwork so that in cases of criminality, criminality committed by including South Africans, so that we can allow our law enforcement agencies to deal with these matters in an effective manner so that our South Africans are protected and including everyone who's in this country. We want people to feel safe in this country that we know we have the law enforcement agencies that can work professionally, not using force, and ensuring that... uh, there's consequences behind criminality.
1: Eddie is in Cape Town. Good morning, Eddie.
4: Uh, good morning, Sakina. Uh, for, 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 for the lack of time now, you know, um, um, you, you know we've had uh, um, something called Operation Fiela at some point. And that operation was started to, to go into places like Manenberg and all those places and, and smoke out criminals. But the narrative turned out to looking for undocumented foreigners. So, I'm an ANC member, and when when Mayor Mashaba came into uh, the mayorship, uh, we, some of us were like, okay, this is a good thing. It's going to give the ANC a run for their money. But listening to him now, I've always known he's got these lofty ideas that he's got. But listening to him, I, I thought I was listening to Donald Trump, actually, to be honest. So, I think Mayor Mashaba, he talks about when people come here, we want them to come and start businesses here. I mean, the refugees on the 116,000 that he's talking about, those are people with no money. Those are people like, they could be coming from Syria for for God's sake. They could be coming from Zimbabwe where Mugabe is running roughshod. They could be coming from DRC. They could be running away from Boko Haram. So, I just think the mayor being the mayor, the DA really gave us a bad deal here is uh, Shaba is the mayor. It, it, it's two steps too high for him. Uh, I think he needs to go back to the drawing board, reconfigure his ideas because this is the same thing that uh, uh, King Goodwill was 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 put or wrapped over the knuckles over. Okay. Um, the mayor has got lost ideas. He, he I've listened to him before he became mayor when we have you had him on your show.
1: We got you there, Eddie. Uh, we still want to squeeze in a few responses. in Mahikeng, good morning.
8: Morning, Sakina. I'll be quick. Sakina, look, look I wanted to say so many things, but I, I, I'm looking at time now. Let, let, me, let me check this. What is the role of Amnesty International in helping countries to process and make sure that they educate these immigrants that whenever you get into a country, one get yourself processed. Let the country know that you are here and and what is your status in this country. Because these people are perpetuating crime. And and when we talk about them, then then Amnesty International rushes and says we we perpetuate international genocidal tendencies. All that we're saying is that when these people come into our country. And, and, and enter into our, our body. Let them be processed. That we know that they are here, so that the country can keep track of their movements and know that they are here in this country. And, and, and I don't think the president, the minister, or mayors can just go public and say these the, the, the immigrants are, are perpetrating crime. There's intelligence, and when they are caught, sometimes in the process of police station, we, we they are found that they don't have papers that, uh, to be in this country. We, we don't know why they're in this country. So, okay, got
1: you there, uh, Shireen. Mayor, we've got very little time So let, uh, we, uh, let's start with your response, Shireen uh, To what the last caller is saying w- What is Amnesty International doing In order to insist uh, to assist various governments With this particular problem?
2: Thanks, Sakina Amnesty International has actually made a submission On uh, the Green Paper on International Immigration And what we're calling for is a hum- more human rights Instead of a security approach to refugees, migrants And asylum seekers entering South Africa We are also willing to engage with the Department of Home Affairs to assist um, in coming up with um with better programs to to help uh, people who have found themselves here and undocumented um to be able to make them legal in South Africa because we believe ultimately that um the constitution of South Africa needs to be respected and the constitution protects and promotes the rights of all people in South Africa um documented or undocumented Mr Mashama, and and also uh, particularly
1: to Eddie's point that um you know we saw what happened with King Goodwill Zuelitini and the statements um, that uh, he made and how people interpreted that and, and, and the consequences of that.
0: I think we, we need to be very careful uh, about obviously everything that we do and say. But at the same time, let us not actually hide behind dealing with real issues confronting us as a society. We live in a constitutional democracy. The reason why I raise this is because I believe in the rule of law. And asking people to respect the rule of law in this country to be interpreted to be something else, it's for me quite unfortunate.
1: Well, that, unfortunately, is all we have time for this morning. Thank you so much, uh, the mayor of the city of Johannesburg, uh, Mr. Herman Mashaba, as well as uh, Shireen Mukadam, uh, South Africa researcher for Amnesty International, and, of course, to you, as always, participating so fantastically. Tomorrow we're coming to you from Pretoria, uh, the science forum, and uh, we'll be having a debate about climate-induced uh, migration. So that promises to be very interesting. All the same, take care. It's time now for the news with Normsa the um, really.